Canadian Western Agribition search for the top 50 influential people in agriculture is set to wrap up on Monday. Glendalee Allen Vosser talked with Agribition CEO Chris Lane about the program. What we really wanted to do was was create a platform um, for people to celebrate, you know, people they know in the industry that might not be getting the recognition that they would otherwise deserve. And as we know, agriculture is so diverse; it can mean so many different things. And and I think it's evolving too, and and doing that rapidly. So where where the general public might hear the word agriculture and think of primary production, uh, which is, of course, uh, an extremely important part of it. It's not the only part. And we really wanted to, to, to find ways to highlight people who you know, have gone out of their way to mentor um, a younger generation in agriculture, for example, or maybe some of the inventors or innovators or scientists or researchers that are working in agriculture to make sure that Canadian food products are are, are growing and maintaining their, their market share on a global scale. Um, you know, so we've got different categories around people who are doing those kind of works. Uh, how about people who are, you know, always um, industry leaders or volunteers or, you know, people who you see it at our, so many great conferences we have across the country. Let's recognize those people for a minute. And really, the program really came together by a genuine and authentic desire just to take a minute and in a year where, where everything slowed down a little bit, um, to recognize that agriculture didn't and that it's an extremely important part of our economy, an extremely important part of our communities, and something we're really proud to be a part of. And when we're talking about this program, as you mentioned, there's five different categories. The categories that people can nominate someone for are upstarts, mentors, innovators, deal makers and designated hitters. You know, those categories were designed to take, take a, a wide swath of, of the kind of work that's being done in Canadian agriculture. So, you know, upstarts are talking about the people who are, are getting into the field and trying things differently and maybe pushing boundaries and expectations and, and, and challenging the way um, that some of the work in agriculture is being done. Um, you know, as I mentioned, innovators, they're inventors and researchers and people who are are building a better mousetrap, so to speak, in the industry. Mentors are, are obviously the people who we rely on for their their wisdom and expertise and guidance and leadership uh, in all aspects of what we do in agriculture. Uh, designated hitters are are exactly that. They're the they're the people that we we tap on the shoulder every time we need someone who's well spoken and a and a uh, an advocate uh, or a leader or an organizer in agriculture on the so many events and and public relations exercises that are so important to making sure that we maintain public trust in what we do. And then, of course, dealmakers. Agriculture is big business in Canada. We have some of the world's leading agricultural companies, multinationals, headquartered right here. And so who are the people that are helping make sure that there's a market for the products that the people in Canadian agriculture are working on every day? Um, Those are the kind of people, and that's the kind of work all across the sector that we want to celebrate with this program. Nominations are really easy. It's all online at agribition.com. We've got a, a link there right on our front page where uh, where people can get in their nominations uh, uh, up until um, the morning of the 11th. I've been talking with Chris Lane, the CEO of Canadian Western Agribition. Agribition, of course, looking for the top 50 in Canadian agriculture. For Golden West... I'm Glendalee Allen Vossler.
Thanks, Glenda Lee. The Banff Pork Seminar wrapped up online yesterday. One of the keynote speakers from Thursday was Joseph Kearns of Kearns and Associates. Real dynamic changes going on in agriculture, specifically as it relates to the pork production sector. And we've recently had the, the introduction of uh, the, the grain products all moving in, in very violent directions here. Um, uh, the, I am a, a licensed broker, so therefore, uh, if I say something, you take my advice, uh, those, the, the perils or the merits are at your own risk. Uh, and when we take a peek at just a quick agenda here, when we roll through, we're going to talk about the grain trade. And this is, this is going to become an important component and where in years gone by, perhaps it wasn't quite as imperative. And it certainly is now here. Uh, and I'm going to encourage you, rather than the great big headlines, to listen to what I call the whispers inside the market. And those are generally what's going on with spreads, what's going on with basis, as they're going to provide you the guidelines for behavior. We're also going to talk about uh, what's going on in the livestock market and kind of what what uh, uh, winners and losers and uh, even about uh, some different species and where we stack up in pork production. And then uh, uh, also finally is, is my goal throughout the balance of this presentation is not just to provide information, but actionable information. What should I do? What, what should we be doing uh, within our risk management of our agricultural operations as we go? We'll try to tease that out here as we roll on here. All right. And so uh, as part of that, you know, where do we go from here? Uh, all bull markets are characterized by inverses or tight spreads. And as I shared, those are kind of what I call the whispers of the market. And we're seeing this uh, right now in the grain market that we've, uh, that we've got inverses uh, in both the corn and the soy, our major input markets. Wheat is relatively flat, but even when we get into some of the ancillary products, soybean oil has a very, very pronounced uh, inverse to it. And I think this is going to play a role in our procurement strategies as we go into the summer. So when we take a look at total acreage, and, and I think that this is, is where we really, really need to start taking a peek at, is as we roll into 2021, what does the, what are the growing conditions across our major production areas, uh, but also what are the economics associated with the motivation for a producer uh, to plant some type of principal crop here? And as you can see the slide on the left, the, the, the Western United States is experiencing uh, the encroachment of a drought onto some of those production areas. Um, the the large wheat areas would be just to the east of where you see that bright uh, red area on the left map. And contrast that to the map on the right, which was one year ago um, when we didn't have a, a very difficult scenario uh, and, and produced a, what I would call a very, very normal crop. So this is something we're going to pay attention to. This uh, has implications not only for the wheat area, but also for the major grain producing areas and also for cattle backgrounding areas too, as we saw a replay or perhaps a replay of, of what we had uh, uh, earlier, uh, uh, roughly 10 years ago and kind of that uh, 2008 through 2012 timeframe uh, when we saw a, a similar type of setup uh, that led to the reduction of uh, many cow-calf producers as we sent those cows to market because we didn't have feed stuff in order to provide them. That was Joseph Kearns of Kearns & Associates speaking yesterday at the Banff Pork Seminar. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. On behalf of Glenda Lee Allen Vossler, I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Ag Wire will return next week on the Golden West Farm Network.